This episode of Beach Weekly is brought to you by Long Beach Transit. If you think about it, your commute to school has been free for over a year. If you count walking from your bed to your desk a commute, keep it going with free rides to real, actual campus aboard Long Beach Transit. Make the bus part of your routine. Visit RideLBT.com students for more info. What's up, Beach fam? My name is Jeremy Taylor. I'm the podcast editor here at The Daily 49er, and this is the Beach Weekly Update. Long Beach State ranks number one in the Western U.S. for the best value for non-wealthy students. Washington Monthly, a bi-monthly nonprofit magazine known for its annual ranking of U.S. colleges and universities, named CSULB the best bang for your buck after isolating data demonstrating the college's impact in driving social mobility. According to Washington Monthly, Long Beach State moved up to number one from number 10 in 2020 and a list that includes hundreds of post-secondary schools. Stop by our sports section and check out how athletes manage to stay fit during quarantine. Learn how Cal State Long Beach women's soccer player Kayla Cannon and her teammates took matters into their own hands, creating a personal workout program that would keep them ready for the start of the season. In our multimedia section, our own editor-in-chief Ashley Ramos produced a video called Back to the Bottoms. After a year and a half of Zoom classes, fashion was not about dressing to impress but being comfortable at home. As students head back on campus, so does wearing bottoms and other sweats. Check out our video of the first week outfits of school. In our opinion section, Giselle Palmero wrote a piece on how President Biden needs to provide a safe haven for the victims of his delayed actions in Afghanistan. Speaking of President Biden, President Biden is set to visit Long Beach, California to campaign for Governor Gavin Newsom's Stop the Republican Recall Election. As Newsom's anti-recall campaign approaches an end on Monday, Biden plans to support Newsom in an effort to gather more Democratic voters to vote no on the recall ballot on September 14th. Long Beach Mayor Robert Garcia reacted to the news, writing, looking forward to welcoming President Joe Biden and Governor Newsom on Long Beach on Monday. Those are the stories making headlines on campus. Next up is our Spotlight interview hosted by Aziza Gomez. Southland is bringing its credit union experience to the Long Beach State campus. As a student of Long Beach State, you are eligible to join with access to our new university student union branch, student loan services, free checking, and free financial educational resources. Visit BeachCU for more information. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Beach Weekly. I'm your host, Aziza Gomez, and today's episode is about sustainability. Sustainability is the ability to nourish and provide for future generations. Our special guest is Environmental Science and Policy Club member, Melanie Larson. Hey, Melanie, how are you doing today? I'm doing well today. How are you? I'm good. I know you were telling me earlier that you had a packed day. Would you mind telling us a little about yourself and the groups you're involved with on campus? Sure. I just got back from being on campus, going to class, and also doing my meeting with the club. But I wanted to talk about my club and also the, the organization, the other organization I'm part of. Um, obviously, you just mentioned I'm part of the Environmental Science and Policy Group. And we have really important discussions that, you know, encompass what sustainability is like. Um, and we also have field field trips that are really educational and fun for students to kind of get off campus and be be out in nature. Um, I'm also part of the Student Leadership Institute, 
which gives you a real world experience. You know, a lot of us don't really get that. We're, we go through school, but we don't know what it's like after. Mm. So SLI is a business ethics class that brings you to the workplace. And we also do projects with nonprofits. So you get a full experience to kind of boost up your resume and get you like real world experience. Um, any student at Cal State Long Beach listening, I would say apply. It's open to any majors, even though it's under College of Business. Whoever has a full year left, apply for next year. You will not regret the benefits it will give you. That sounds like such a great opportunity. I know a lot of my friends and I, um, now that we're so close to the end, we're thinking like, oh, how can we get some real world experience mm -hmm. while being like under leadership of uh, peers that are more experienced and even like faculty. I think that's super awesome. So I would like to know what inspired you to study and advocate for sustainability? Sure, so in high school, I took an environmental science class. It was called APES my junior year. And we learned about so many environmental issues that aren't regularly taught unless, you know, your your parents are scientists or you know just interested in those things mm -hmm. and the moment i knew was when we were talking about ozone depletion and how we are literally destroying our atmosphere constantly actively and so that's like why i habitually and obsessively wear sunblock so that i can avoid uv damage so i think there's a lot of things outside of that I love animals, nature, science, um, but also being part of these student organizations helps me be more active day to day and be an advocate because it connects us with other people. Period. You already inspired me to get some <laughs> sunblock or some sunscreen because I don't, I, I just assume like, oh, you know what, I'm gonna get a nice tan. But I'm not thinking about all the damage over time. So, you know what, and that's on sustainability. We're sustaining our beautiful skin. Self-sustaining, absolutely. So, now that we're on that, I wanna know also, what are some of the biggest changes that you made in your lifestyle, like the more that you learned about how your actions affect the environment? Absolutely, so um, one of the big, biggest things I've done is just simply changing my mindset on one on what i think is eco-friendly and sustainable yes we should be using cute reusable tote bags and switching out our plastic water bottles that are single use to you know hydroflasks or other reusable water bottles but the most important thing is to question and ask yourself why am i doing this mm. With a strong foundation in your mindset, then sustainable practices can translate into so many other parts of your life. And it, it doesn't even just have to be in like the items you have, the material items. It can also be, how can I simplify my day? Maybe I do excessive scrolling on Instagram. Maybe I shop too much and I'm not, you know, saving a lot of money. Sustaining yourself might look like going for a walk with a buddy or doing something for yourself that might not be a waste of your energy. So, yeah. But another another example I would say is 
I used to try to make everything perfect. I tried to be the perfect zero waste, you know, green girl with the aesthetic, be vegan. And something I really had to wake up to was that it's not the most accessible diet. And it also wasn't for me because I wasn't keeping up with all the supplements and everything that it takes. It takes so much money and so much attention. And yeah, it can be cheap, but it takes a lot of time to bring together these ingredients and do all the things. Sure, I'm not able to withhold that lifestyle, but I try to eat a plant-based diet without excluding things so strictly. And we call this flexitarianism. <laughs> so kind of a fun, fun thing. You know, you don't have to be, it doesn't take one perfect person. It takes many people doing small things and small efforts to join the collective good change look being the change they want to see doing all the things so like do do small things you don't have to be perfect that is so beautiful i love how sustainability really focuses on like a holistic approach like you have to take care of the environment but you can't do that if you're like not taking care of yourself like you're always first like prioritize yourself and everything else will kind of make way into your life so shout out to sustainability Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I know um, I learned about intersectional feminism and how that's kind of a mindset where you're not only focusing on like what problems you have, it's about acknowledging like your privileges and how you can um, use your privilege to help other people. So I would like to know what intersectional environmentalism means to you. Sure. So intersectional environmentalism is an inclusive form of environmentalism that advocates for the protection of all people and the entire planet. So um, one thing that I think is a problem with the eco community is that it typically looks like a typical certain person that looks a certain way, dresses a certain way, does a certain thing. But that's not true for everyone. One size does not fit all. The point is that we want to make it accessible to everyone and also recognize the issues that aren't just immediate. Like, sure, we don't, we, we don't want to um, discount our issues that we deal with, but also see that some people don't even have access to food that's fresh from a farm, like a farmer's market. Some people live in areas that are called food deserts. And I would say that intersectional environmentalism sees this and it sees it as an issue and wants to take care of everyone as a whole because an environment has ecosystems and everything relies on each other and we're not excluded from that. We're part of it and we need to take care of our people even if they might look different and think differently than us. Um, we do have some resources in Long Beach for that, um, sustainability initiatives. And I would say I'm going to post a link on the show notes, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, because there are programs like Certified Blue, which saves water, Tree, tree, of, Life Native, um, tree of Life Native planting, planting tools. So that's, that's a mouthful, but they basically um, give people the tools to plant native trees, native plants, where they live. The farmer's markets in Long Beach 
provide fresh food that is accessible and also Earthbox. So there's there's so many, there's so, such a long list and we'll have those available for people as a resource for gardening. You previously mentioned that you were a minimalist. What was the hardest and best part of that process for you? Yeah, so minimalism is just like sustainability, just like practicing eco-green, all of those things. It doesn't have a one-size-fits-all. I think one thing I can take from it is that minimalism is using things that make you happy and that you need and not wasting your energy on things that don't really serve you. Mm. So let's say I have a bunch of art supplies in my closet and I'm more into photography and honestly, I'm not good at painting. I don't need those sitting in the corner collecting dust. I can gift them to someone else who might not be able to afford it, who might not even know that they want to do it. You know, I want to provide that for another person, repurpose it, and also not have it stare at me right. and kind of take up space in my room, you know? Yeah, another part of minimalism is um, not over-consuming and not buying too much, not buying into fast fashion, mm -hmm. buying things that will last a long time and not contribute into negative patterns like polluting the ocean with fossil fuels because we're importing a bunch of things from outside the country that might not be ethical from ethical um you know manufacturers and um just being mindful of that you know minimalism is really um different for everyone it might be just an aesthetic it might be really literally having nothing but maybe a pillow but for me, it is keeping things that are, I see as necessary and useful and that make me happy and letting go of things that might be taking up too much space and not purchasing things that will be wasteful or I'll only use one time or something like that. Yeah. Have you seen or heard of Tidying Up with Marie Kondo? Yeah. Honestly, she's the most wholesome woman I've ever seen. And like... Once I watched like one episode of the show and like looked in my room, I was like, does this spark joy? Does this bring me joy? Like, <laughs> let me get my life together. And like slowly I started doing that and I felt like lighter. Like I was excited to like be in my room. So sustainability really is out here telling you like you can do better. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Um, I, I, someone posted her book like, a few years ago and I just I bought it I was just like okay let's see what's going on here and I started like doing the fold that she does <laughs> and I did all the things my and I will say open. my bedroom is a reflection of how my headspace is and when I'm stressed out and you know it's finals I'm just everything's everywhere it's cluttered but when I have things together my headspace is together and it feels good and it, it can also help your studying habits if if you have if you study from home too especially if you're doing online classes so would re recommend Marie Kondo <laughs> look her up if you haven't because she deserves all the attention in the world <laughs> okay so our school received the silver stars rating for their sustainability assessment report in 2020 
For those of you who have not yet heard of STARS, STARS is an internationally recognized rigorous self-assessment framework that helps institutions like CCLB track their sustainability progress. Some of the growth opportunities for our campus range from developing a residential green living guide, incentivizing faculty and student research in sustainability, and transitioning all campus fleet vehicles to low or zero emission fuel sources. What are some other goals that you think we can aim for on campus? Yeah, so, um, you know, I think we need to obviously, first of all, have more people know about these initiatives. And I think this podcast is a really great resource for that. Um, you know, I would say our school has been doing a great job at advocating for the future of our students and the planet. Um, one of the newest initiatives is the Waste Not program. And if you look around on campus, every waste bin, trash can, whatever you want to call it, has um, separating for recycling and just waste. We, uh, the Waste Not program is trying to eliminate wastefulness, if that makes sense. Um, we're trying to go zero waste. So zero waste is a goal that is ethical and economical, efficient, and visionary to guide people in changing their lifestyles and practices to emulate sustainable natural cycles where all discarded materials are designed to become resources for another use. So if you look around, um, you do see the bins, but we also have services that offer disposal for you. Um, we, we have so many things for all different kinds of items like electronic waste, batteries, paper, cardboard, writing utensils, even furniture and organic matter like for compost. Mm -hmm. My favorite is the packing peanuts. So if you receive large items from, I don't know, Amazon or whatever, wherever you shop, you're able to donate to the 49er shop any clean packing, pack, packaging peanuts and they will reuse them to send out books and merchandise to other students. And I think that's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, so um, another thing I could see our school doing is um, just getting everyone on board with it and continuing to reduce wasteful practices. Um, but uh, I just wanted to use this opportunity to talk about diversity and relate back to intersectional environmentalism. And one thing that our campus absolutely champions is always on the front end of this, you know, just always vocalized is that diversity is our strength. I have always felt safe. I've always felt welcome on campus. I hope that for everyone who enters steps forward on campus. Um, and part of getting everyone on board is having different people of all backgrounds talking about this, having everyone have the opportunity for education. And I feel so lucky to grow up in one of the most diverse spaces. Um, and now it's time for our newer generations. Go first gen college students. Yeah, we're um, up here. Yes, we we're are. Here. <laughs> yes, we're here for, to be those advocates and change that one size fits all look to something new, something more refreshing, colors of the rainbow, <laughs> all backgrounds. So POC, LGBTQIA+, like everyone is, is welcome here. 
um, everyone is allowed to do this. And I wanted to use that as an opportunity to say, we see you, you are part of this larger picture. And yeah, yeah I, and I love to see it. Yeah, I was reading over um, our Beach 2030 goals. And mm -hmm. another thing that I think we're um, going in the right direction is in is in hiring more staff of different backgrounds and of like different ethnicities. Because if you think about it, like if the institution is only hiring like graduates, like uh, graduate students mm -hmm. that have gone to like prestigious universities or that have had like time and the privilege to like not work, a lot of us work and a lot of us maybe lose out on opportunities because we can't afford to do an internship and like go to school and work, you know? So yeah, so I think we're doing great in getting like, not to say younger teachers, but teachers that like have okay. experienced yeah. our yeah. struggles and are more compassionate towards us. I think um, during the pandemic, like a lot of my professors were so understanding and that just helped so much because we were all going through like stressful times mm -hmm. and so are they. So we were all just, at the end, we were all just hoping we could like finish the year together. Riding the struggle bus together. Yeah, and um, I really love that we have that like strong bond with our faculty because I, we're hiring people that understand our struggles as well. And we can also see ourselves in them and relate to them. And I think that is so important for young minds. Yeah, and it's like empowering to see someone that looks like you or that thinks like you like teaching you and being a mentor for you. Like we, we need that, like we needed that growing up. Future generations are gonna need that. And that's, a, and that's on sustainability. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I wanna know what are some of your favorite sustainable brands? Sure, um, I have three to mention right now. Um, well, two of them are actual brands. And then the last one is actually a local shop that has three locations here in Long Beach. The first is Stasher Bags. Stasher Bags are a reusable silicone bag. They come in super cute colors. You can use them for your food or your, um, actually like sometimes I use them for like my pencils and things like that or toiletries when I travel. Mm -hmm. um, it's mm -hmm. a great investment instead of using plastic bags that are like sandwich bags or even just regular, um, larger plastic bags they have all different sizes um and they are like bpa free which is non-toxic to the environment and eventually decompose somehow i don't know the science behind it but it's a thing <laughs> and another is um i recently found it i was targeted by instagram p.s i'm a marketing major so i'm fully aware of this um it's called find your cadence and they are travel capsules so they're basically honeycomb shaped capsules that are size of a pillbox and they have magnetic tops on the lid. So they're kind of like, you know, you can go to Target and get like bottles for your toiletries mm -hmm. or pillboxes for your pills or whatever, but they're all different sizes. So packing it is really difficult. And these cadence capsules are all the same size. They, they, are magnetic so they stick together and they make you know honeycomb shapes or or they just connect in three and you can find um you can put your i put my jewelry in them my pills like my vitamins 
my skincare, including my favorite skincare, Coco Kind, which is another brand. Um, I use their sunblock <laughs> and they have a great um, waste disposal program and refill program as well. Um, but I wanted to talk about the store. So the, the store is called BYO. They have a location in the Ar East Village Arts District, Bixie Knolls, and the Marina Pacifica, right next to um, what's that place? Jeez, oh, it's like right at the end. It's like kind of close to Seal Beach, and people go there for beverages. Who are twenty one? Oh, Shoreline Village. A little further down. I guess we shouldn't advocate drinking, so it's okay. <laughs> Um, it's in the, it's in the marina. It's called BYO, so you have no excuse. There's they're all over Long Beach, <laughs> but I would say check them out. They have a bunch of they have everything I mentioned before. They well they have definitely stasher bags, compostable things, and also bulk items. So you can bring in jars and fill them up with you know so hmm. like even food. I think I, I think they might have um, and other things that are reusable and compostable so definitely check them out and all the brands you just named are local also definitely byo is local um stasher and cadence might be sourced elsewhere but they're all in the u.s that's awesome all right and finally what advice would you give to younger advocates and people who make active efforts to be more sustainable so I would say know that a change in lifestyle isn't always just physical. It's not what you buy. It's not what you post on Instagram. It's what you practice mindfully every day. So change your mental state, um, change how you see things and do your, do your work, do your research and know that we are here for you. You have the ESP club, any seniors and uh, um, older people that you can look up to, the faculty and staff, everyone is here to support you and your needs. And it's for everyone. Period. That's the word. Thank um, you so much, Melanie. I had such a great time learning about sustainability with you. Thank you. I did want to end um, with one quote that we were talking about. And that is, individually, we are one drop. Together, we are an ocean. And that is by Ryonutsuke Satoru. That's such a beautiful quote. So true. Everybody, just remember, like, we're all going through similar things. And we're all annoyed and cranky. But you know what? We could at least make our environment beautiful. So again, thank you so much, Melanie, for joining us on this episode of Beach Weekly. I'm your host, Aziza Gomez, and thank you one more time. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. ADM exam crams are what we do at the beach. So is riding the bus for free. Long Beach Transit is offering free rides to campus, work, and home to start the semester. Save on parking and make the bus part of your routine. Visit rideobt.com students for schedules and route information.